Spring matters of the heart in relationships. There is that one moment in life as a young person when the pangs of love grip you and your heart burns with love. At times you struggle with your relationship. You are vexed with what the future holds. What is the word of God to say concerning the matters of the heart in relationships? Join Reverend Nomatuturu on a weekly podcast as he shares practical lessons and a personal experience on love. Build a solid foundation for your love life according to the Word of God, which is our light and lamp. Let's dive right in. A very good evening to you, our dear listeners. We want to thank God for the opportunity to gather again this evening as we go through the third temperament, the strengths and the weaknesses. And I believe even as we went through the choleric, as we went through the sanguine, you discovered yourselves, you discovered your partner, you discovered your spouse. Let me pray. Father, we thank you today. We bless your name. We thank you for your loving kindness and your mercies upon our lives. Lord, as we come into your presence, we pray that you may anoint these lips of clay. Use this vessel, Lord, to minister to your people. We thank you, Father, for the treasure that is resident in this earthen vessel. We thank you for your help and your ability. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear beloveds, I want us to look at the strengths of having a melancholic husband. A husband who has a melancholic temperament is analytical, self-sacrificing, gifted, and they are a perfectionist. These are the type of people who will tell you that I want my sata to be shaped like this and the like. They have a very sensitive and emotional nature. They are very sensitive, they are very emotional. Anything that happens touches them so quickly and easily. He drives enjoyment from a fine arts. He's very faithful friend, but does not make friends easily. When they become your friend, they want to stick closer to you forever. He seldom pushes himself to meet people, but rather let's come let them come to him. These are people who are not forthcoming, even in terms of making friendships. They would not, you know, make any effort to go out, to go all out to have friends. They rather have people coming to them, making friends, you know. He's most dependable of all temperaments because of his perfectionist tendencies. He has a strong desire to be loved by others. They just want the attention to them, you know to them because it's analytical they he diagnoses accurately the obstacles and dangers of any project he has a pattern in planning you know he may 
occasionally produce some great work of art, but such accomplishments are followed by great bouts of depression. You know, even if they do something well, they don't see anything good. They can be depressed over a small thing. Maybe even if after doing that thing or doing a project, they can involve themselves. But at the end of the day, that same thing that they've been working on can bring depression to them. He finds his greatest meaning in life through personal sacrifice. You know, they always want to sacrifice and usually choose a difficult vocation involving sacrifice. That's what makes them. No temperament has so much natural potential when energized by the Holy Spirit we have to understand. You know, he may be rich because of self-sufficiency and hard work. He's a listener. He may be dedicated and self-sacrificing, like we said. They are so self-sacrificing. They are very tight. These are the people who are so articulate, particular, you know, with small detail. He may be consumed with looking for the perfect partner that he may be slow in choosing one. These are the type of people that they want to spend their time looking for the correct partner, the right partner. And at the end of the day, it can take them time to really cycle for a life partner, to really cycle with a life partner. Now, what are their weaknesses, the melancholic? Uh, one uh, biblical character who can exemplify the melancholic is Moses. Moses, Moses, Moses. Our brother Moses will say, Lord, why can't you kill me? You know, and like they will not see any good in anything. They would want to do things on their own. Moses wanted to judge Israel on his own. Up until his uh, father-in-law Jethro said, this is not good for your health. Look for people to assist you. So because of that tendency of wanting to be a perfectionist, they want to do things on their own. They want, you know, the glory to come to them. But we see Jethro coming into Moses and saying, don't do this thing for yourself. You destroy yourself. Look for wise men who can help you deal with smaller issues in the kingdom of Israel. What are their weaknesses? Their first reaction to anything is negative. They don't take time to think about anything that comes. They are easily seeing negativity. He suffers from negative thoughts and worsens the problem by verbalizing them and this devastates his wife, children and friends. These are type of people, like we said, that they don't see any good in anything. The first reaction response to anything for them is negative and negative, negative, and they don't see any good. So it becomes worse when they begin to verbalize their negative thoughts to say, ah, me, I will die. Me, i rather die. Me, I don't think waking is better. Me, I don't think this is good. I mean, they are always negative about everything. His temperament is tamed the dark temperament because these are the type of people who suffers from depression always, most of the times. They are the temperament, the melancholic temperament is tamed the dark temperament because these people many a time suffer from depression. They suffer from negative thoughts, negative feelings and the like. So if you are husband and wife, if you are lovers in a relationship, it's important to understand the temperament of your spouse or as an individual, it's important to understand your temperament so that you are able to balance it. You are able to seek help when necessary. He is constantly examining his spiritual life and coming up 
short in his own mind, even though he is most likely to be more devoted than others, you know. Like we said, that they don't see any good in anything. So they always, like, blame their spiritual life to say, I'm not praying enough, I'm not treating the weight enough, I'm not giving enough, I'm not dancing enough, I'm not worshipping enough. They will not appreciate their spiritual state. They always feel short. They always feel, I can do more, I can do more. They are never satisfied with where they are. He lacks confidence, you know, these are the type of men who will always lack confidence and like. He needs to be motivated externally by God, by others or by projects. Most of the prophets in the Bible appear to have been melancholic. Moses, like I said, Elijah, remember Elijah, when the prophets of God were killed through Jezebel. He said to the Lord, I'm the only one here on earth to survive. And the Lord said, no, there are still many prophets who are still there, out there. He is subject to mood swings and can be very sensitive. These are the type of people who are moody. And you know, it's said at times it's discouraging to have a man, a husband, a spouse who is moody. It's difficult to deal with moody people. He is prone to be an introvert and is all also is a variety of moods. They are closed up. These are the type of people who are closed up and it's important for couples for lovers to know the temperament of their spouse they may act extroverted at times and be gloomy and depressed at other times you see we are not leaving out the issue of depression so it's important to realize your temperament so that you are able to deal with its negative tendencies precisely you may be stiff and calculating and not generous these are the type of people who are stingy at times yes he keeps a lot within which comes out suddenly they hide things in their inward he sees the negative side of things and is critical, making it difficult to stay with him. I mean, these are the type, if it's a husband, is always negative. He doesn't see any good, no matter you cook salsa for him, he will tell you, I wanted a soft salsa or a hard salsa. You cook rice, he will tell you, I don't like rice, I don't eat rice. You cook matemba, they will tell you, I love matemba. Tomorrow they will tell you, no, I don't like matemba. You know, he needs a lot of love. He is, if it's a husband with a melancholic or a lover with a melancholic temperament, he needs a lot of love. Why? Because disappointing experiences make him reluctant to take people at face value. He's often suspicious when others seek him out or shower him with affection. He may appear unbearable. He finds it difficult to forgive. These are people who can't forgive easily. They have a melancholic temperament. Is very choosy about dressing colors and what to eat. You know, today they are happy with this. Tomorrow they'll tell you, I don't like to eat this. They are picky, constantly arranging things. They resent a wife who is untidy-ish. So my dear sister, you see her husband is like that. No, they are temperament. What are the strengths of a melancholic wife? Is their meticulous housekeeper. She likes to create and maintain their deal home. She's usually a fabulous decorator and government cook. They cook well, they keep the house clean to the standard. This is a woman who is organized. Her organizational skills extend beyond the home, even at work. If it's an employee or a manager, it extends to the office, to home, the organizational skills, to the business, to church. Her desk is usually in perfect order. The drawers show that she's a melancholic. She carries a daily planner and keeps records of things like car repairs, shopping for grocery she reads up 
and keeps a record on every topic and can therefore give advice on anything. She's a workaholic. She works, she keeps, she reads, she's a reader. She's concerned about her family's health. She will make sure vitamins and other medicines are ta taken diligently in the family. Perfectly groomed. This is the type of woman she's melancholic. She's perfectly groomed. Always looks perfectly put together. Her appearance always neat, fashionable. And she's a person who is well groomed and does all to keep even her small children looking perfect. At home, she can be a very wonderful hostess. She likes to prepare food for others. At home, wonderful hostess. Detail-oriented, usually reads instruction manuals to go with appliances. That is why appliances, they last longer. Just detailed. Yes, she likes to do things the right way and places great emphasis on what worked in the past. In a Christian work, she has a consistent, quiet time and systematically cultivates the spiritual disciplines and that leads to a deeper Christian life. She's thoughtful, she's frugal, extensively frugal. No food will be thrown out of the fridge. She will rather ask you to warm it and eat it. It doesn't matter how much money she has, she wants to spend it wisely, very frugal. She's a careful decision maker. She's very cautious when making decisions. She's sophisticated. Instead of watching shallow films, she has her children watching classic films. She reads documented stuff and not frivolous material. She's just something else. She's tidy and well-organized, like we said. She's intelligent. She's a very loyal and dedicated person. Even in, if she was to be in a marriage, she's faithful in the union. What are her weaknesses? She sets unrealistic standards for everything in the home, for the house or chores, to academic and sports performances. She's likely to create a great deal of stress because of setting unrealistic standards. She's unpopular, by the way. Since the melancholic is really quiet and thoughtful, she can come across all as cold and distant. So she's unpopular. She's cautious in making friends because she has been hurt by disappointing friendships. In the past, she's often guarded with her personal life and emotions for fear of if she gets wounded. She's cautious in making friendships because the perfect friend is not easy to come by. When those close to her don't live up to her expectations, like listening to her endless tales of war, told with painstaking tales, she can become extremely bitter, you know? Uh, the other thing is that she's rigid. She demands strict adherence to her many, many rules and principles. There's usually one way of doing the right thing, so she's very rigid. To find your partner is rigid, they are not flexible, understand that they are from the melancholic temperament. She can be a tough taskmaster towards family and friends. You know, she sometimes gets so busy organizing. Life should be that she forgets to enjoy life. She's prone to blues, to the blues. Plans the day and doesn't want anything to upset her plans. Schedule when that happens, she gets frustrated when the plans don't go according to her plan, when the plans don't go according to her desire. She can be unforgiving. She remembers details of wrongdoing. But may I remind, for some of us here, we have a melancholic temperament. The Bible says that love does not keep a record of wrong. She, you know, she has a problem with forgiveness, like we said. Cheap 
cheapskate. They can be so consumed with saving money that they end up saving it unnecessary ways that generate unnecessary hardships for other people around her. She has extreme mood swings. She can be exciting and stimulating in anyone else in life. You know, she's not interested in very... If she's a married woman, she's not interested in very few can sex, although she does not mind occasional good shows. She's likely to become interested in sex only when she needs to get pregnant. Wow. Then becomes uninterested when it is achieved. Oh, mercy. She's the type of wife who would most likely reward or punish you with sex because she, the setting is not perfect, everything is not in place, and so she cannot flow. Mercy to you, my sister with the melancholic temperament. She's most likely to be over modest about life, sex and the body. She may use religious arguments to avoid sex. Mercy to you, my sister. With her, little issues turn into huge problems, so she greatly revenges for little things. She feels things should be done in another way. Why so late? Why in the morning? Why have you not had a bath? It is a she will have a, re a reason after a reason why, why this can't be done. And the like, she's often jealous of her husband's friendliness to others. So this at time then brings issues if she finds that the husband is friendly more than her. At times, these are the type of ladies who occasionally, honestly, regularly accuse their husband of flirting, of having other women in their life. Meanwhile, there's nothing but because of their suspicious character, she's prone to self-pity and depression. She can descend into depression and lack of interest in life due to a slight rejection in their life. She's unable to enjoy life because of her rigidity. A melancholic woman's biggest problem in life is a tendency towards self-pity. She feels pity for herself. She finds it difficult to accept her husband as he is without making major changes to his life. She's an inhibited and restrained person, unable to give much love. She needs to learn that when she sows love, sows friendliness, she will reap love and reap friendliness. Dear beloveds, I believe these teachings on the melancholic type of temperament are helpful to us and as we continue to want to understand each other's characters or understand each other's temperaments, these teachings are helpful to us. They will help us to navigate in this life. Before I close tonight, somebody is saying, Pastor, yes, I hear you, but I need a relationship with Christ. Say this prayer after me, Lord Jesus, I come before you, realize him. That I'm a sinner. Forgive me and wash me with your precious blood. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, dear beloved. Let's meet next week.